Hey, y'all, as you can tell, tonight and next week is senior night. So for the next two weeks at Harbor, we get to hear from a couple of our seniors. So this is Matt. Matt goes to Hickory, and Matt is about to go to Virginia Tech. Um, so if y'all, can y'all give him a warm welcome and show him some respect? We get to hear the word from him tonight. So Matt, you got it. Hello, everyone. Hi. <laughs> so like Blake said, my name is Matthew. Um, I might be a familiar face to some, I might not be. But before I start, if everyone could just bow their heads for a quick prayer. Lord, thank you for bringing us together today. Thank you that we can share in your teachings and learn about you far from any fear of prosecution. I ask that you speak through me and that each and everyone in this room can open their ears and hearts and that we can all learn about the will that you have in each of our lives. I thank you for all that you're doing in this place. I thank you for all the mentors that we have. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right. So I was asked what I wish I knew back when I was younger. Looking back, I can document the journey of my, of my walk with Christ in a few different lights. I can remember times where it's been easy, I've been invigorated, and it's just easy to learn, but I can also remember times where it has been easy. Times where either due to a conflict in my life or just lack of motivation, it hasn't been that good. You see, we as humans have a natural tendency to focus on ourselves. Whether it be the biggest bowl of ice cream or even a chance at greatness, it's always easier for us to say mine and for us to say yours. It's, it's for you. And it's just as easy as us to do this with our faith. You see, we get caught up in the world and we can, be, we can become distracted. Instead of placing our faith and effort into Jesus, sometimes we decide to focus our attention elsewhere. As believers, it is important for us to decipher between our own sinful desires and what God wants for us. We believe in a reality of creation, sin, and forgiveness. One that this world opposes and is only moving farther away from. While these words have echoed through this room a hundred times, it's always important to talk about what being a Christian actually is. Following Jesus isn't just going to church on Sundays. Being a Christian means you understand the hope that we have in Jesus and you subsequently walk in that matter. With this being said, sorry, with this being said, we can't follow the ways of the world and our faith at the same time. So what does scripture actually say about this? Well, if we turn to Luke chapter 16, verse 13, it says that no one can serve two masters. Either you hate the one and you love the other, or you'll be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and, in this case, money. And then if you go to Romans chapter 12, verse 2, it says, do not, sorry, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. As students, we are at a crucial point in our lives. As you are finally be being given more responsibility over your own life and the dominion to make your own choices, the choice to, to choose Jesus is completely up to, your, up to you. One of the things I wish I'd done earlier is make that choice. I would come to church on Sundays and I would read my Bible sometimes, but it really wasn't until recently that I started taking it more seriously. You see, the earlier you decide to take Jesus seriously, the earlier, the earlier you will be, it begin to develop as a person. And uh, here's a video, I promise it applies to the lesson. While that's hard to see and directed more towards the middle schoolers, the point's still there. Generally speaking, the earlier you devote yourself to a sport, the better you are at it. Just as how that kid destroyed all the other competitions, it's easier for us when we spend time to have more time to develop to face opposition. And we can apply that same thing to our faith. 
See, the earlier you begin to take Jesus seriously, the more prepared you are to face choices and opposition in your own life. Except, instead of an opposing sports player, it's the challenges they have in your own life. The bottom line is that faith leads to positive character development. When you take Jesus seriously and you take the time to learn, you, you consequently grow as a person. But how do we as Christians actually take steps to grow in our own faith? First and foremost, as stated before, you have to make a commitment and acknowledge who you are in Christ, a choice saying, this is who I am. In addition to this, the Bible gives us a guideline in how we should act. One great way to find this is in Romans 12. Starting with Romans 12, verse 1, it says, Offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. And then if you go on to Romans verse, chapter 12, verse 10, it says, I love one another with brotherly affection. I'll do one another in showing honor. Do not be slothful in zeal. Be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints, meaning fellow Christians, and seek to show hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. So that's a lot, but what can we actually take from this? You can look at your own life and address. Am I really living my life as a living sacrifice? While you are obviously going to make mistakes, are you actively trying to be more like Christ and more like the description of this verse? Personally, this verse has always offered some conviction. Am I really fervent in spirit or patient in tribulation and constant in prayer? I think we can all work to be more like this, this verse. But some of the, what are some of the ways that we can actually do this? What I've kind of realized, just like many of you, of your small group leaders would tell you, there's three main things that you to do as a Christian. You focus on reading scripture, praying, and being surrounded with other believers. By focusing on these three things, you can create habits that transform the person that you are. So let's take a moment to talk about each of these. Starting with reading your Bible, what I have found to work is creating a schedule for when you read. I'm sure all of us are busy, and sometimes it's hard to actually find time to do that. But when we set a schedule in a, speci a specific time that we stick to, it's easier for us to stay active in the Word. For me, I always try to read before I go to bed. But you don't just read the Bible as if it were, say, a road sign. Imagine if someone gave you a love letter. Would you just run through it really quick, maybe get some of the pointers, get the gist of it, and then mark it off the to-do list, and that's it? Or would you take your time, would you read it diligently, and try to understand what each and every word means? Well, hopefully you pick the second one, and that's something that we can apply to our own lives. As, as um, Christians, we want to be purposeful in our reading. As for prayer, it is easy for us to, to forget how awesome this is. Me and you have a direct avenue through which we can talk to the creator of the universe. Personally, I sometimes find myself forgetting about the, this privilege that we have. But through the amazing connection, we get to spend time with God and prepare ourselves for his will. Lastly, to touch on is spending time with fellow Christians. This is something that is emphasized through the Bible. A huge part of who you are can be reflected in the friends that you have. You pick up the language that they speak, you act a lot like them, and even share some of the same thoughts that they have. Think of your school cafeteria. Have you ever noticed how everyone that sits together has some similarities? They generally will dress similarly, they might eat the same things for lunch, or overall they just share similar characteristics. Well, that's similar with our faith. Just as the influence from their friends helps shape how they are, the influence that you have from people around you can either harm or help your walk with Jesus. As I wish I realized sooner, the small steps is the small steps that lead to monumental change. We humans are driven by routine, so what we do on a day-to-day -day basis decides who we really are. 
As I end off, I want to finish with this. The course, of life is, the course of your life is based on the decisions that you alone will make. And if there's one decision you shouldn't wait on, it's the choice to truly take Jesus seriously. But why would we take Jesus seriously? We should take Jesus seriously because he is the creator of the universe who came down out of heaven. He lived a sinless life, he was crucified on the cross in our place, and he was buried, and then he rose again, and is now alive in heaven. If we repent of our sins and we believe in Jesus, his promise to us is that he will forgive us of our sins. You don't have to wait till you're older. When you make that decision, the whole course of your life changes. So that's all. Before we break in the small group, if we could just pray real quick. Lord, thank you for bringing us all together today. Thank you that we can share in your word. As we break off in the small groups, please help everyone as an individual to um, share and hear and maybe uh, learn a thing or two. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Awesome. Thank you so much. Can we clap it up for Matt? That was awesome. Yeah. I love, and I love that message, right? Like so many of us, whether you're a senior now, especially if you're a freshman, sophomore, there's always this tendency, I know it was for me, and just like you were saying it was for you, of I'll, I'll start following Jesus a little bit later. Like I'll, I'll, I'll get serious about it. I'll, I'll take him seriously later on. Um, and I just love the testimony of like, you know, there's so many benefits of following him now, whether you're in sixth grade or whether you're a freshman or whether you're a senior now. The, the best time to follow Christ is right now. So thanks for sharing that.